Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football. Uh, I have a, I'm joined by a familiar old face. Um, Paul is back after a two-week absence, three-show absence. More than that, I think. More than that. It right? feels like a month. I don't, uh, I don't think I've done it since. I did, a, I did it one time without you when you were away on your honeymoon. Yep. And I've not done it since then. Just that you mentioned the honeymoon, is that why there was no intro music? <laughs> the honeymoon's over. <laughs> the honeymoon's over and so is the intro. Uh, so obviously, yeah, there was, there was no intro music this week. I'm um, assuming that means there'll be no outro music either. Um, but I think it's because we're going to try and do a rather quick, uh, rather quick one. Um, also a very important one as well, but uh, I guess a, a rather quick one, yeah? That's what she said. So you're back. What have you been doing? Have you been watching much football since you were away? Uh, I've watched all the Soul games that I could. So you've not watched any football till then, basically? Uh, I've been deliberately avoiding the podcast so you don't hear me rant about dubious referees and cheating jumbook scum. And but strange enough, you've just been putting them on your Facebook instead, right? Yeah. I did have um, a, I did the, uh, the game between Soul and Chumbuk, which was, what, three weeks ago? Uh, three weeks ago, three weeks ago. The, there, was, there was two games in, the, in, in really quick succession, right? But you're talking about the one down in John Book, right? The 2 1 game? Uh, which was in Seoul. Which was in Seoul, yes. Yeah, yeah. Where Juice John got sent off. Uh, yeah. I did have a bit of a discussion with a, a John Book fan about that, where we agreed to disagree. Okay. Uh, my take on it was yes, he lashed out in revenge, but he should be lauded for not going down in the first place when he took a. Because he took an, an arm to the face first, mm-hmm. and instead of diving down like 90-odd percent of other sissy footballers, he kept running with the Chumbuk's arm, arm still in his face, and then he slashed out to shrug it off and got a red card for his troubles. Well, that's, it's, it's interesting that you're talking about lashing out and red cards. I, I don't know if you've been online in the last 40 hours or so, but there's been some interesting conversations about the KFA's disciplinary panel. And the inconsisten- inconsistencies. That's the only word you could describe it as, right? Um, for example... I think they've been quite consistent in letting Chumbo players get away with. Um, I think, for me, the biggest inc- inconsistency is the five-game ban that, that, that they did put down. Um, but, yeah, uh, they, they seem to have been... Uh, like, was it, I guess it was Lopez, right, that um, yeah. lashed out on the deck, kicked the guy, uh, got a... I guess he got a... A card for his trouble at the time, uh, but and obviously missed the game. But there has been no further suspension. So even what with the TV did panel, see, did you see the justification for that? Uh, I haven't. I've just seen it. So the the, the disciplinary panel came out and gave a statement about why they'd not given him any additional punishment because he lashed out, but he didn't aim for anyone. Therefore, he wasn't kicking the player in revenge. He just lashed out and happened to kick the player because the player was a. He just happened to kick the player who had just fouled him and who was right next to him and whose head he purposely kicked. Yeah, but he didn't mean to do it. It's fairly obvious he's looking right at the guy. It's fairly obvious that was one of the most deliberate kicking the heads that you're ever going to see in football. Um, I know podcast listener Matty Bins has a different viewpoint on it. Um, but, I mean, I think he, he hasn't been not punished. He, he, has, he was punished at the time. But uh, with no extra suspension, I think you, that's pretty ridiculous, to be perfectly honest. And then the other guy against Inchon, against Inchon where he clotheslined him. Yep. Not, nothing there at all. Uh, despite so the fact that he 
basically struck, stuck his arm right out and let him run into him at neck height. Took him out. No card on the day. Nothing subsequent either. Um, I, I would. I think the Lopez one was far worse. He booted the guy in the head. He his stud made contact with the guy's face. I mean that that to me is a five. Is that if you're going to be given out five game uh, suspensions, then, then that is one joint. But anyway, so I guess our first topic of the day, because we didn't go through the agenda, was actually talking about referees. Yep. We'll obviously uh, review any games that have happened in the last uh, week, minus any that happened in a cup. <laughs> um, and I guess we'll preview the weekend's games as well. Yeah, The, the big one obviously being uh, the Seoul Supermatch, right? Yeah. And Seoul Super, sorry, the Seoul and Seoul Supermatch. So I guess we'll begin, who do you want to begin? Do you want to begin with the league or begin with the cup? Uh, let's begin with the cup. Let's begin with the cup. We need to do that in detail, since we've got a limited um, amount of time. I don't want to risk overrunning and not being able to talk about it. Um, incredible. That's all the, the only word that can describe it. Fully deserved uh, victory for Mokpo City. Uh, obviously, the, the game that we're talking about is Songnam. Um, at Tanchon, it was Songnam versus Mokpo in the 8pm kickoff on Wednesday. And um, the game was over as a contest in 8 at 8.01, uh, when the referee gave a rather ridiculous penalty for Mokpo. To be honest, like, you've been, I don't, you don't know if you've been in the temporary stand, but because of the banners and the flags that they put up, you actually can't see the goal line. <coughs> so the incident took place right on the goal line. But nobody protested, they, they, nobody claimed, they, sorry, I mean nobody claimed, everyone protested, nobody claimed for it, they, no Mokpo player put their hand up. Um, actually, at first I thought it was a handball, to be perfectly honest. Um, I don't know why he'd given it, and that was one minute into the game. Uh, Mokpo guy stepped up, confidently buried it. You still get 89 minutes against what a team that's in the end league. End league, yeah. Um, not even first, like fifth or something, right? Third or something. So you still get 89 minutes to pull it back. Um, but Sonam are just poor, devoid of ideas. They've made a few changes, but from the team that, it, that it has been playing really well. Um, Park Sung Young was on the bench, like um, Park Sung Ho uh, Kim Dong Chan was on the bench. Uh, they started with the new guy, the Slovakian guy, Philip, who I waved at at full time, let's say, <laughs> and he saw me. <laughs> so I better not walk these streets a, a yatta up anytime soon. Um, so then the, the game basically, uh, as it carried on, Mokpo just looked dangerous every time they broke, particularly their number 15 looked really quick, he was running down both wings. Um, we made comments, me and the Phantom uh, and Jamie made comments that there's no way they can keep this pace up because it was really hot, but they did, um, 2-0 was, wasn't, I didn't see the second goal because I was actually going buying more beer. Uh, 3-0, uh, so the second goal was a header, cross came in from the left, everything came from the left to be perfectly honest. Uh, cross came in, guy flashed it past uh, Kim Dong-jun. And then the third goal was a cross came in from the left again. Uh, Dong-jun this time saved it, parried it out, only as far as the Mokpo striker, who just fired it in at the internet. Half-time, 3-0. Park Sung-ho and uh, Kim Dong-chan come on. But Songnam then developed the, the tactic the referee must even up the dodgy penalties sometime soon. So every time they got the ball, they just dived in the box. Every single time. Uh, they, they, they dived near the box, in the box, 
outside the box, around the box. If they could see the box, <laughs> they dived. It was terrible. Uh, and Mopole easily could have had another couple of goals, to be perfectly honest. Uh, some of them had a couple of chances. The Mopole keeper made, made maybe two or three pretty great saves, but they didn't threaten anyone near enough. Not a team that's, th- I mean, what, two, two divisions higher? Mm. Um, one division higher. One division higher, yeah. Um, so, yeah, looking at it, saw them about the cup. Not great for us, obviously, but uh, to be honest, Mockpool deserved it. Other big news as well was that Mockpool were not the only team uh, to defeat someone a league above them. Yep. As uh, John Am Dragons were not to be embarrassed by Songnam uh, as they crashed out 3 1 to uh, Pusan, also at home, right? Yeah. Um, and again, a one minute penalty this time. Um, so 1 0 to Pusan, then 1 each uh, for 10 minutes, then Leo, I guess, scored his debut goal for Pusan, uh, made it 2 1 at half time, and then Pusan scored again in the second half to make it 3 1. So Mokpo in the semis, Pusan in the semis. And then joining them were? Joining them were the Blue Wings, who were actually a goal down at home to Guangzhou. Uh, and then Santos has come back in from from the the cold. He scored one goal just before full time, and then he scored a second goal in, in um, extra time. So Sangju are in the hat. Uh, sorry, Subaru are in the hat, and... Also, Ulsan versus Sangju, but that was a pretty straightforward 3-1 win for Ulsan. A couple of red cards for Sangju there. Yeah, and Sangju have announced... Have you seen that they, they pretty much half their squad is returning? Um, so you know how they've always commented on the podcast about how you know Sangju are usually rubbish come September? Yeah. Given the fact of how poor they've been already this season, they've got to be up there for relegation favourites, right? So, as a soul fan, you must be happy that there's someone who's, who's definitely occupying a bottom six spot <laughs> <laughs> that could have been in the top six uh, only a, 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 about a month ago. Who do you think is going to win the FA Cup then? Ah, uh, Blue Wings are going to win it. Cup. It's going to be, uh, I think, on the day, just, I think, if it's Ulsan and Suwon final, uh, I think Suwon will win it just because they won it last year. I think just, I think Suwon... Just look like a team that can dig a bit deeper than than, than Ulsan. If everything goes Ulsan's way, they're a brilliant team to watch. But if it's not going their way, they're not a particularly good team to watch. And I think, for that reason, I think the Blue Wings will win it. So either one is good for a solo, right? Yeah, I was in the awkward position on Wednesday of uh, having to hope that Suwon would beat Guangzhou. To I think. The way it is at the moment, the, f- the four teams in the semi-finals, I assume that even if Mokpo go on and win the damn thing, they won't qualify for the, the Champions League anyway. Uh, I wouldn't think so. Uh, I assume they've not got the appropriate licence or whatever that you need to. Pusan would though. Yeah, so I think anyone anyone but Pusan. Okay, because if the Blue Wings win it, then Seoul would get their ACL spot. As long as they scrape into fourth. As long as they scrape into fourth. If Ulsan win it, so we'll get their ACL spot right, as long as they're fourth as well, right? Yeah. Because Ulsan and Suwon are both above you, yeah? And if Mokpo win it, then there'll be no qualifier from the FA Cup. It will then default to fourth in the league. Which would be so, by the looks of it. 
you feel optimistic. <laughs> I mean, I think so. We'll probably scrape fourth, to be honest. I think so. I've got, I've, they've got enough players, and they've, and they've got the, the experience to like uh, win the games when it matters. I think. Um, except last weekend. Except last weekend, of course. Yeah. So let's get on to last weekend then, yeah. Yeah. So we'll do the classic first. Uh, then we'll talk about the challenge. I'll go on my anti-Soul Eland rant. Okay. Um, so did you go to a game last weekend? I went down to Tegu. So okay. easy trip. Left left from uh, Seoul Station about 3 p.m. Okay. Got down to Tegu just before 5. 30 minutes by bus to the stadium, in the stadium, watch the game come out, back in Seoul by midnight. Okay. And I saw you... You tweeted something about uh, some rather interesting singing, which is why there's no intro music, I'm assuming, because <laughs> we didn't want to run the risks of uh, putting up that song, right? Yeah. Clearly, uh, nobody knew what the lyrics were about. It, uh, I always find this amazing when I'm like, in the gym or uh, even walking, walking past a, walking past a <laughs> yeah, coffee shop or something, and you hear like, the, the, the unedited version of an Eminem song or something, right? And it's just that like, no one has any idea what's being sung yet. So, talking about the game, um, obviously you probably don't want to revisit it in too much detail, but uh, we did, when me and the Phantom uh, previewed this on, on, on Saturday in, the last week's, in last week's podcast, we talked about how Diego have been Seoul's bogey team this season. This will be the final time that they'll play them. Hopefully, yeah. Probably. Barring a, a collapse over the next yeah. five or six games, yeah. So, it's when draw... Defeat for Seoul, draw, defeat, draw, oh, is that correct? Two points out of nine. Two points out of nine. The um, team that's scraping on the bottom. Yeah. And I calculate it's like t- almost 25% of Tegu's points this season have come from Seoul. Come from Seoul? Why? Uh, that, that, that's the question, right? I mean, I, I don't mean mathematically why. I mean, like, why are Seoul struggling? The first the game, the first game uh, was down in Tegu. And they just had one of their defensive nightmare games. Mm. The second game, Seoul failed to score despite dominating the game. This one as well, they were 2-1 up and they had a, a 2-on-1 situation. And uh, I think it was uh, Yi Sang-ho yep. was bearing down on the keeper. All he had to do was shoot either side of the keeper. And he passed it sideways to, I think, Unilog probably. Which gave the Tegu defence time to get back in. and okay. Ridiculous. And then switched off at the, the back again for it to give the take a guy a free header for the equaliser. Deserved draw? Um, no, I don't, I don't think Tegu looked particularly threatening at any time. Okay. Uh, Sol dominated possession, uh, had lots of chances, which they, they they don't have that killer instinct. And there's a couple of players who are ter- so terrified of shooting, yep. even when they get the chance, they'd rather pass to someone else. Yeah, I know that feeling. Uh, other games on Saturday with Incheon at home to Jeju. I mean, if you're going to go to Daegu and draw two each, then at least have your main rivals for fourth place drawing nothing each and, and Incheon, where they should never have failed to win that game. Yeah. Uh, I watched bits of it, and Incheon are a poor, poor team. And Jeju were just huffing and puffing and just unable to break them down. So that finished nothing each. And then the other game on the Saturday was uh, Guangzhou versus the Blue Wings. Uh, and that was, I actually watched the second half of this. Uh, Jonathan got his 19th goal of the season, I think it is now. Uh, ball came into the box, flashing header, 
uh, keeper had no chance. That was pretty much all Suwon did in that game, to be perfectly honest. Guangzhou had a couple of chances, probably should have scored. Uh, they had the same, like, like, same as you're talking about there, just bad decision making, bad bad calls, you know, like should pass, didn't pass, should shoot, didn't shoot. They had two or three chances in the second half where if they'd made the right call, they would probably have beat uh, the keeper. Um, they would probably have scored if they made it the right call, but they didn't. And uh, Naomi again was absent again, uh, so I'm not sure if that is a move that's already collapsed in a, in a heap. Um, he's not played it, has he? He started one game, the last 61 minutes. Okay. And then he came on one game as a sub, I think, and now he seems to have. I don't know if it's just too hot. I mean, he is Irish after all. Uh, I'm being serious. I don't, I don't think I could run around uh, in, in a Korean summer and play football. I, I don't know if they're keeping him. I, I have no idea. But if you're going to bring a player like that all the way from the UK over, uh, I'd be using him as much as possible. Um, so I don't know if he's injured or I don't know if maybe it's just maybe he's just going to be used sparingly or maybe there's something in the contract that says if he actually plays they, they have to pay his salary It's good good for Inchon to keep a clean sheet after getting shipping a bunch of goals against yeah. Chumbuk and Seoul in yeah. recent weeks I mean Inchon have been they've been giving away penalties left and centre like own goals like but that game uh, Inchon Seoul that's the most one-sided game I think I've ever seen yeah, it was pretty bad, right? I, I, I didn't see it, but I've heard of, I heard from the Phantom it was pretty one-sided, and I think, just looking at the score, it was pretty one-sided, right? No, but I would say the score doesn't reflect how... Really? Inchon dominated that game. Oh, really? Yeah. They, I, thought, I thought you were going the other way. No, no. I've, I've no idea how that ended in a 5-1 victory to Seoul. It was 5-1, right? Yeah. It was everything so attacked, they scored. But apart from, apart from the five attacks they had... Inchon dominated and Inchon had so many chances. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought, well, that's not quite how... See, sometimes you don't get the, the truth from the Phantom. Sometimes he puts on his, like, his little FC soul specs. Okay, um, so yeah, uh, other games on the, on, on the Sunday. I mean, there were a couple of big ones on the Sunday. There was the, the uh, Posco Derby, I guess. Uh, that was Poirot versus Jonam. I guess John, I'm preparing for their, their 3-1 defeat to Pusan by actually getting a, a tough draw down in Pohang. Jair scoring um, before Cho, Cho Manu made it one each. Again, noticeable for another couple of red cards that you mentioned earlier on. Um, so Kim Sung Day got a straight red. If you heard that, this is the guy I was talking about earlier. Straight yep. red card. And the KFA Disciplinary Committee have given him a five game suspension. Yep. I think it's because he went to China, personally. Just a punishment for that. <laughs> um, I didn't see the incident. Um, but five game ban Adriano got a five game ban for attacking a referee and a linesman I mean what did Kim Sung Day do that deserved the five game ban yeah so I saw a, a, a talking points last night like I saw Miroslav was saying it was hugely hugely excessive it wasn't deliberate he didn't really kind of put there was no real malice or intent in it and maybe they got those two players mixed up maybe Maybe Lopez should have a five-game ban and Kim Sung-Day should have nothing, yeah? Speaking of Lopez, John Book drew with Osan. Eh, sorry, lost to Osan. Was that a surprise, Paul? Uh, I guess... Well, John Book have been pretty good in recent weeks, so yeah. a little bit surprising. I mean, Osan tends to blow a little bit hot and cold, right? I guess it's yeah. right on the day. Yeah. So, that, 
the scorer was Lee Jong-ho. Did you see if he did his tiger? Uh, I did not. I believe he did. I believe after he scored, he ran to, to the Osan fans and did his tiger celebration. So everyone was going to wonder what would they do if he actually did score against John Book. But yeah, I think he ran into the tigers. It has now trademark. So we didn't have any entry music, but I guess we just had a little bit of a, a conversation there, yeah? <laughs> okay. I was getting up the Kim Sung Bae video so we could have a, a little bit. Okay. As soon as this woman stops touching her melons. Okay, well, yeah, it's the kind of video that we weren't watching the podcast. Uh, and I'll, get, well, I'll take you through the final game before you get the video up. So the final game on Sunday was uh, Sangju versus Gaimwon, and that one finished 2 1 to Gaimwon. Um, Sangju actually took the lead in the 30th minute. Uh, again, another red card as they went down to 10 men. This time, Lee Jung won, got sent off, and then Gaimwon scored two goals in the second half, and one goal with nine minutes left to win that 2 1. So that leaves. The top six looking as obviously John Book on top, but Suwon pulling pulling uh, back to only four points, and obviously Ulsan pulling back to only four points. Uh, Jeju are in fourth, and Seoul are in fifth, with Gangwon in I, sixth. I do remember watching this. I didn't think it was. You got five match ban. I didn't think it was that bad. It so you want to take us through it for the podcast? Uh, so it's, they're both going in for a ball, and Kim Sung there leaves his leg in and basically studs the, the Chonnam player's knee um, yeah it's bad five games bad nope not five games bad but it's bad uh, not five month Chinese guy stamping on a foreigner's foot bad either but um, uh, that's bad that, that's a bad one I, I would say two games Two, two additional games, right? Yeah. yeah. The, one, the, one, the one game standard plus mm, two course, to take out yeah. three. Yeah. One game standard plus two additional. That would have been fair. That is that's bad, but it's not like kicking someone in the head when they're lying on the deck, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that is a bad one then. Okay. Uh, the bottom of the table, so we have Pohang in seventh, John Am in eighth, Sangju in ninth, but with all those players leaving, returning back to their parent clubs, I could see Sangju could just start free falling. Uh, Daegu are, are in 10th, Incheon and Gwangju uh, 11th and 12th. The good thing is that Seoul are getting a, one of their central defenders back. Yep, that's correct. So hopefully that will mean that we don't need to uh, use, what's his face, Kwak Tehi so much. Well, what's interesting is that Seoul now are getting no one back. All our, all our guys are still on, on the military uh, service, which is a pain in the ass because we've lost quite a few players. Um, Looking at that, Paul, uh, having been uh, a K-League fan for many a year, yeah. looking at the bottom six, is there a team that you want to see go down and a team that you want to see stay up? I would say uh, I'm, I look, want to look at it ge- geographically. Okay. A team that's hard to get to. I don't Thank mind you. going down. Okay. Uh, and I'd like... We've, we've lost quite a few sort of capital region clubs recently, so I always want like a, a team that's nearby, like Puchon. Okay. Or somewhere that's easy to get to. Eland? Eland. Well, that's not the name. Anyang. Tejon, I guess. Tejon's not too far, right? 45 minutes by train. Can't think of anyone else. Ansan. Ansan, maybe. For me, as much as I dislike. I don't really dis- well, yeah, I do. I'm not a particular fan of their, of their fans as such. 
But uh, I want to see Enchon stay up just because I love going to Enchon. Yeah. Um, so it's the one stadium that I do want to like go into, but I only want to see Inchon staying up if Songnam come up. Okay. If Songnam don't come up, then I want Inchon relegated. So that you can go there. So we get the the Kyunggi, uh, or something like Derby. Yeah, it's got a name for it. The, it is a Derby. In Kyunggi Derby, Kyunggi Derby, I think it is. Uh, team geographically that everyone would want to see relegated would be Pohang because it's just the kind of utter nightmare to get to. Um, but well, actually it's worth getting back from Pohang as I was getting to Pohang but uh, yeah I think for me I'd, yeah I'd like to see the army get relegated just on point of principle I just don't think we should have an army team in the in the top the top league ok so we'll just quickly have a look at the challenge then um, did you happen to see any challenge games on, did you see anything at all about the challenge uh, I saw that didn't you a lot draw with all that with Eland? Yep, we did. Uh, we did one each, one each draw on a Sunday. Um, again, not. Was he? Uh, did they seem distracted by the the FA Cup quarter final? Uh, no, they seemed distracted by some incredibly weird dodgy refereeing. Uh, both ways. I mean, I mean across the across the board. Uh, I actually spoke to to uh, Dan on Twitter afterwards, and we're saying that there was chances. For, for, for both teams, but nothing really clear-cut. Uh, and um, there's just no no imagination on the wings from mm. either either team. Uh, it started with Alex got a penalty in like 10 minutes. Um, took a few minutes of protesting. Big Orsilich. It was a 50-50 cha- challenge, I, I feel. And uh, I think he was harshly penalised. But he has been known to stick his foot in some rash challenges, to be honest. Uh, Songnam then got a penalty of their own in the first half, part somehow, uh, for a handball that could have easily have been deemed as being ball-played hand. Mm. Um, so two penalties, one each half-time. Nothing really much happened second half, to be honest. It was boiling hot. It was raining. Uh, it was like pretty horrendous rain at times, and it was just it was just a bad a bad game to be honest um, also on the Sunday we had Pusan draw with Anyang which was a big one for Songnam because had Songnam beaten Eland which on paper they should have done they would have pulled that you know they, they pulled that gap back to a, a, a potentially achievable uh, gap but I think it's currently sitting at 9 points yep and I think 9 points is too much to pull back to second place to be honest presumably you still got to play Pusan twice uh, yeah so, just don't think we're going to beat them twice. 12 pointers. Yeah, just don't think we're going to beat them, yeah. Um, on a Saturday, we had uh, Gyeongnam versus Ansan. Uh, Gyeongnam ran out that one pretty easy 3 1 winners. So, with the Pusan points dropped, Gyeongnam are now also 9 points clear yeah. uh, at the top of the table. Um, Gyeongnam, yeah, th- there's no question in anyone's eyes uh, that they're, they're up. They're definitely going to win the league. So it's going to be second place. It's going to be fought out between Pusan, Buchon, and Songnam for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, speaking of Buchon, they drew one each with uh, Asan on the Saturday as well. Took the lead in 38 minutes, and then Wang Doyon uh, equalised for Asan. Also, I heard some news during the week that the place is getting disbanded again, fully. 
You've read a rumour online? Totally, you mean? Yeah, it's supposed to be getting kicked down to the like K3. I have no idea if that's true or not. And I have no idea who's to make room for. Pochon or something maybe? I have no idea. That's something I read on, on, on Twitter. No, no evidence to back it up, to be perfectly honest. I just read a rumour on Twitter that the police team, like, soon, is going to be um, no more. Okay. Something to keep an eye on then? Yep. Or was that just because... Uh we're all going to get bombed to hell anyway. There's going to be no K League at all. Uh, well, pretty much, yeah. Uh, Fire and Fury, I think. I think is, is the two new signings. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess if you believe Western media, it's happening tonight, right? Yeah. Um, if you believe the Korean media, it's not going to happen at all. We'll see. Uh, the other game, the challenge was Dejon versus Suwon. Suwon continuing their utterly honking run of form this year. Uh, they lost 2-0 with Dejan. Uh, which was a huge result for Dejan, to be honest. Pulled them off the bottom of the table. Um, like, Suwon... Suwon have been really poor. They're, they're still only three points behind Songnam. But... So still very much in the playoff mix. As are Anyang, who are only um, four points. So like three points off of uh, Songnam. But... They've, they've just been so inconsistent, both those teams. You just can't really see... So you're saying Kyungnam are dead certs to get promoted, mm-hmm. Pusan are dead certs to be in the playoffs, Yep. and then it's any two out of Puchon, Songnam, Asan, Suwon and Anyang yep. for the final two spots. Yep. I still think it's, I think it's going to stay the way it is. I think it's going to be Kyungnam, Pusan, Puchon, Songnam. Uh, but yeah, Puchon, Songnam, Suwon, Anyang, and of course Asan, depending on what happens with them if they place league this season. And Asan go up, or if the police leave in two seasons, so therefore Asan can't go up. Who knows? But yeah, so it's getting tight in the challenge. Uh, obviously, big games this weekend in the classic. Yep. Did they, would you, did you, would you, what would you say is the biggest game now in the classic? Was it uh, John Book or was it Suwon? For Soul fans. For Soul, for, for soul fans. Uh, it's still Suwon, I think. So it's still the super match, then? Beca- if only because it's so much easier to get to that more fans can okay. go either way, so it's a slightly better atmosphere. Okay. I have heard that Suwon announced this week that the whole bottom tier has been sold out. I think you'll find... I'm not quite sure what that means. <laughs> Are you you're referring to the, the tweet that they put up? Yeah. It was three sections, three blocks of, of uh, table seats that sold out. Is that what it was? Yeah. So it wasn't the full section? No, it was the, the table seats, which I assume take up like three blocks of. But the table seats are in the east end. Yeah, that's, that's weird, right? Cause, cause, so I guess so the I, ultras will be sold I, out. I, anyway. I assume it's the three blocks run about the halfway line. Yeah, because that, that's sold out. Yeah, and then probably the ultra section will be filled anyway, right? But presumably ticket sales are quite high because yesterday or the, was it yesterday or the day before they announced they're taking half the south stand for Suwon fans ok so it must be really high then so I love that they're now so close to the actual game right yeah so I guess Seoul weren't selling any tickets last time there were it was quite empty in the Seoul end as well ok uh, it's not that the game doesn't have the same stature it did a few years ago there's it used to be well it used to be that they open up the top tier at the south stand right? yeah. because the bottom tier was full of Seoul fans and the top tier would take the overflow but in recent times there's been plenty of spare seats so. yeah I, mean, I remember the first game first super match I went to in Suwon uh, the Seoul fans had I 
feel they had almost over the bottom tier, but now they get the same amount as a Songnam get. More as any other team get, right? Half of the half of the tier. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's what we're on this one. How's it going to go? Um, for all of uh, Huang's poor record against weak teams, he's got a fairly decent record yep. against stronger teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Suwon played 120 minutes midweek in the FA Cup. Yep. Seoul had the week off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you've got to think there's some hope for Seoul to do well. They've not lost to Suwon this season. Yep. Yeah, Huang's uh, been pretty good in most of the super matches. Maybe not the most entertaining of the games, but he doesn't seem to. I mean, he seems to play the Suwon pretty well. Uh, I'm going to go for a draw. Uh, quite possibly. Uh, I guess it will depend on Jonathan, right? Yep, pretty much. are pretty much a one-man team. I mean, they've got players who can create, but Jonathan, if Jonathan doesn't score, no one else is going to kind of step up to the plate and score. Uh, interesting what I will say as well is that there's now rumours, or they're now talking, that saw John One's contracts up at the end of the season, and they're now talking about whether or not they should renew him. Obviously, the Super One fans this year think he's God's gift. Last year, I thought he was Soul's gift. <laughs> um, so, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Football fans are so fickle. They are, but it'll be interesting to see that, you know, what it would take to make them hate him again. You know, semi finals of the Cup, second in the league. Everything is rosy from a Super One point of view. Lose the Cup final to Osan and finish third in the league or something, and suddenly like, your season's been a waste of time, right? They're obviously very quick to remember that they didn't do particularly well in ACL, right? So, so they're only four points off top, but they're only they're only five points off of like fourth, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a re- it's still a really tight league. Uh, strange enough, it, actually, it's a lot tighter than I thought it was just two weeks ago. But when I thought John Book would be beginning to run away with it, but that loss to Osan has really kind of pulled everyone back into it. I, I assume that. Um after everyone had, like, Seoul's championship last year had a star next to it, right? Mm-hmm. I assume that this year if Chumbuk win it, they'll have a star next to it. Why? Because the whole point is that it was... Sh- everyone agreed that there should be a points deduction oh, yeah. that shouldn't have happened last year, so therefore if they win the the, uh, the league by less than nine points, it should be a, a star. Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a bit of a jump. Ah, you can't be punished twice. I'm not saying punish them twice, I'm just saying... Star them twice. <laughs> star them. They, they should have had minus nine points in this season, therefore they should have finished. Yeah, I'll go with that. And then the day when I do my blog, uh, I refused to give them three stars on their, on their, on their badge. I used the old one with two stars because I just don't like them. <laughs> so, I don't actually mind them. I just like, like, I like their fans because they're loud and gregarious and colourful, but there's certain players in their team that I find it very, very difficult to like. Like the Wookiee. The, the Wookiee and the Gookie. Yeah. Okay, so, you think, draw? We agreed on this one? Yeah. I think we, here's what we say it's going to be a draw or a soul win. Because I agree with your reason that Sue will be tired. So I agree, I think if Jonathan scores, if Sue will score, if Jonathan scores first half, I think it could be uh, a draw. But I think if Sue won, if it's nothing's at half time, Sue will win at the second half. Having said that. One's a better second half man than is a first half man. Having said that, um, you'd think that if Suwon were playing any other team, they would be really tired now yeah, of it. But, it's but Seoul, right? because it's Seoul, they'll get a little bit of an adrenaline rush and the, the tiredness won't affect them so much. Okay, maybe, yeah. Other Derby game up 
is uh, John Am versus John Book, the Jolla Derby. Um, that's got to be a wee win, right? Uh, you'd think so. I mean, John Am losing 3 1 to Pusan is, is not the greatest preparation for their rivals coming to town, right? And the last game on the Saturday is Sangju versus Inchon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even bring myself to draw. Sangju now lost five in the row, yep. at least. Yep. Inchon haven't won in. I'm going to say Inchon haven't won in six. Um, at least. Uh, nothing is draw. <laughs> uh, okay, on the Sunday. Um, really bad that the Suwon games on the Saturday because I would have went to it if it had been on the Sunday. On the Sunday, Guangzhou versus Daegu. I mean, that's, good. that's a relegation battle one, right? Uh, Guangzhou would go all out to just not lose. They've lost four out of five, so I'm going to say Guangzhou draw. Okay. And I think Daegu struggle against teams that are actually at their level. Yeah. Uh, Ulsan, Pohan. Pohan. Uh, <sighs> Pohan Kim Sung Day. Uh, Ulsan on the back of their cup win. I think... I think I'd like a draw in that one. Ah, I think you would. <laughs> Dep- depending on the uh, the result of the super match, if Seoul win the super match, then I want Poang to win. Okay. If Seoul don't win the super match, I'll take a draw. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be a draw. No, but what that's it. I said it's going to be a home win, right? I can't even remember what I said. It was five <laughs> minutes ago. It was even five. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, <laughs> and, oh, not even editing this. And Ulsan win, yeah. Okay. Okay. Final game: the Oranges, Kangwon v Jeju. Um, that's going to be a away win. Urubek Garam hat trick. Okay. Away win. Jeju will win that. I'm convinced of it. Urubek Garam will score a hat trick, but he'll play an influential part if he's not suspended. <laughs> um, okay. And then quickly, briefly, on to uh, the challenge. Um, only one game on a Saturday, and that's at Jam Show. It's Elan versus Buchan. I know soon to be podcast. Co-host Jamie, well maybe not co-host but definitely contributor, correspondent. Uh, Jamie will be at that game, uh, his first game in Korea. Uh, having watched Eland, uh, I'm going to say that's going to be a Butchon win. I'm also going to say there'll be no Butchon colours in the Eland stand, and I'm also going to say I'm going to get the girl who refused me entry and tried to rip my ticket up fired. So really briefly, I walked in with my song on top on, yeah. top on, she stopped me walking in, then took my ticket and tore the stub, put the stub in her pocket, gave me the ticket back, and said leave, leave, at which point I obviously can't get back in without paying for another ticket. Yeah. So on demanding of my stub, she gave me the stub back and tried to rip my ticket by putting the stub next to it and tried to rip the ticket in half as well, also thus voiding my ticket. Uh, luckily another security guard stopped her from doing this and walked me down to the stand and got me an article for free um, so my anger was that not really about the fact that I didn't get him on my song on top on my anger was about the fact that she literally tried to make me buy an ticket. so I was kind of really angry at uh, on the Sunday two games on Sunday Suwon versus Ansan Dejon versus Pusan um. Suwon Ansan that could go anyway I really, honestly, uh, yeah, Ansan will win. Uh, Dejon, Pusan, I really hope Dejon win. That would be great. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but it would be great. 
And then Monday, two games on Monday, 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Uh, 7 p.m. kickoff is in Asan, is Asan face Anyang. And the 8 p.m. kickoff is obviously at Tanchon. This is Songnam v Gyeongnam. Um, two away wins. Two away wins. Yeah. The Songnam are no match for Gyeongnam. So, depending on how Suwon game goes uh, and the Anyang game goes, yeah, Songnam could find themselves back at the playoff spot, right? Will you be going on Monday? I will be there Monday, yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe 8 o'clock kick-off, I guess I could make it. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, then I finish at 10, that's going to be a long trek back though. Yeah, we, we did it. We got home about 12.40. 12.50, something like that. No, no, that's about 12. Finishing at 10pm in, in Tanjan. Well, the game finished at 10pm, the soju finished about 11.40. <laughs> and you got the last train back. <laughs> yeah, so we go home about 12, 12.50, something like that, yeah, almost 1 o'clock. Okay, so that's pretty much everything for today then. Paul, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, just uh, solo a bit. Welcome back. Yep. Uh, will, I, will I be back for good? Uh, back for good. Back for good. Okay, is that the outro music done? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, from now on, are we going to eat a cappella of the intro, the intro? Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you need. I don't even know enough lines in that song to do that. That's sad. Uh, yeah, so obviously next week, um, you'll be back on again. Um, if we get our schedules sorted out. Yep, sounds good to me. Okay, sweet. Well, good luck. Enjoy this. Enjoy the super match, and remember, um, chickens are there for plucking. <laughs>